treat you like I've been the good guy. Harvey Weinstein and the uh, paparazzi following him around. Uh... Uh, he's been the good guy. I, my God, I, I totally misunderstood the story that Harvey Weinstein yeah. is the good guy. Yeah, I, he, I totally missed it. I'm he, so sorry. The good guys in the story, according to that, he's a good guy. The paparazzi are good guys. Right. It's those effing actors that have come out and told these stories are the bad guys. Right. That's a guy who's <clears> headed <throat> to rehab because he's ready to get well and realizes he's sick. Right. He and the paparazzi, they're the good guys. The effing lying actors and actresses are the bad guys. Right. Come on. He's switching rehabs, by the way. We just got tipped off. His plane was diverted to the last minute. He's not heading to the place where Anthony Weiner and Tiger Woods and, and, and who was the other one? Uh, Anthony Weiner, Tiger Woods, uh, Kate Moss got caught doing cocaine. She went there. And, uh, oh, I was thinking Carlos Danger, but that is Anthony Weiner. Yeah, no, there was another one. Alex Baldwin. <laughs> I'm no. not sure that was it. Oh, Alex, anyway. Alex Baldwin got in a, almost got in a fight in the street yesterday. We hadn't gotten to that story yet. Again? Either. Yeah, again. Wow. He's, so. he's screaming at some people. They uh, they drove too close to him or something, and he was trying to get him to get out of the car. I guess he was going to fight him in the street. <laughs> nah, <laughs> get out of the car, he's screaming at him, and they didn't get out, and he threw his Coke at him. And... Sean, what, what did you say about the, the rehab thing? During the commercials? Oh, yeah. Well, we're, we're trying to, you know, start our own kind of false oh, that's right rehab situation. That's and- right, because the last one, all these phonies go there. They get, they don't do anything. They come out as pervy as they were when they went in, having paid $100,000, $200,000 to rehab their images. And why don't we open ours? Yeah, some sort of paparazzi-free rehabilitation center. Jack and Joe's Goats and Guitars. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein can come to my house, and he could hang out with the goats and feed them and uh... strum a, a guitar or something. I'll I'll come over and give him. All right, here's a G chord. No, put your finger there, and we'll teach you how to play basic guitar. Then you cavort with the goats, and then you emerge saying, "I feel so much better." And we've, we've got a great de-escalation program where, as opposed to just going cold turkey where all of a sudden nobody can watch you shower. <laughs> or like masturbate. Right. We have various other, like like Jack's pug. He'll watch you shower. That's fine. He doesn't care. Oh, no. with its big staring eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. And then eventually we'll get to, you know, various statues and inanimate objects, and eventually oh. you'll be able to shower alone. Oh, you're wide-eyed, are you? Looking at me masturbate. Look at your wide eyes. No, it's a pug. They're always like You that. want to touch yourself in from a banjo the horse? He won't care. <laughs> Go ahead. He will not care. Oh, by the way, listen to this right here. Okay. (laughs) My wife recorded this at our house. Is that somebody practicing a tuba? That is the pug on the couch. (laughs) Taking a nap. Oh, my God. Sounds like Take him a nap. Sounds like your refrigerator motor is about to go. Start it again now that everyone knows it is. This is the pug taking a nap. Yeah. Jack, Jack starting a lawnmower. This is normal, isn't it? That you're do- Sounds a little like me. <laughs> Here's a... Yeah. See, it's, it's better. Oh, yeah. This ain't supposed to happen. Coming up, you can hear like where he does the thing where his head like, falls forward and he catches himself. Hey! Hey! Wake right up! There, right there. What? What? <laughs> you're snoring. No, I'm not. You're snoring. <laughs> I'm always making fun of that dog. Oh, you've been up for five minutes. I can see you're exhausted. <laughs> Taking a nap now. Pugs, goat, goats and guitars. That's a good name. How do you work the pug in there? Pugsley poos, goats and guitars rehab. He's fat, the pug, so I regularly make jokes about how fat he is. Wow, and, that's um, hurtful. Sir Fuggles Worth, goats and guitars, celebrity <laughs> rehab. It's fat shaming. 
And uh, so yesterday, night before last, uh, my wife and the pug walk into the bathroom. I'm lying in bed, and they walk around the corner, and I say to the pug. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. I said, getting ready for bed, fatso? <laughs> and, and my wife sticks her around the corner. She said, what the F did you say to me? <laughs> she knew she knew what I was doing, but it was her funny joke. It is funny. Oh, hilarious. It is funny. Hilarious. To act like she didn't know <laughs> Oh my God! The Get ready for hilarious fatso. Armstrong household. <laughs> yeah. You guys have to do a reality the show. Idea of saying that to your wife. God, you got the madcap. You got the goats. You got the hilarious wife. You get all sorts of exciting features for America to enjoy. Are you getting ready for bed, fatso? See, I would never say that to anyone, <laughs> other than my dog, who doesn't understand English. Wow, who's loyal to you and trots at your heel. He just lays there and makes that noise. That's all he does. His eyes bugging out. And at some point, the eyes are going to pop out of his head. Oh, boy. If it's on the internet, look at it. That's my new favorite sound. I love that. Oh, I should make that my ringtone, shouldn't I? Stop. So Seth MacFarlane, he made what has gone viral now, a comment, Oscars in 2013. Yes, we played it multiple times yesterday as we are pre-viral. He reads the list of women that are up for uh, the Oscar for, uh, uh, whatever you call it, supporting supporting actress. Yeah. And then he makes the joke that uh, none of you women have to pretend you're attracted to Harvey Weinstein anymore. And that joke went viral. Right. You're supposed to call women actors actors now, except for the Oscars. So you got to change the award to best ass. uh, (laughs) No, no, that was was, was Harvey Weinstein. No, no. Best actor with ovaries. He's not only a, be the new name of the award. He's not only a founder of Sir Pugglesworth Celebrity Go. He's also a client. That's right. Give it to the one with the best ass. You're not cured yet. Another week. That'll be, that'll be another 75 G's. All right. You're not cured yet. Okay, Harvey, what, Mr. Weinstein? I think you're ready to go. I hope you enjoyed your stay. Could you watch me masturbate real quick before I leave? Oh, oh no. So quick, give me back. Oh, the oh, no. What are you doing in the plant? Oh, you got to go back to your room. <laughs> Send the limo away. Send it away. You're not done here. So Seth MacFarlane uh, makes his crack at the Oscars where he says, Congratulations, you five ladies no longer have to pretend to be attracted to Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Everybody laughs uneasily. He- but, but, my friends, and perhaps we should play the tape again. It's a big laugh. It is a big reaction. I make funnies for a living. That is a sign everybody got the joke. Not everybody enjoyed the joke. Not everybody was willing to laugh at it, but I know what it sounds like when you make a joke and people just don't get it. What is that reference? If you made that reference to, I don't know, just anybody else, people would just sit there in confused silence. That room knew precisely what he was saying. You want to hear it? Jack, is it worth playing? The 2012 nominees for Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role are... Oh, we got the whole Sally list. Field. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Congratulations, you five ladies no longer have to pretend to be attracted to Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> so he's friends with this actress named Jessica Barth, who was in the Ted movies that he wrote. Fantastic. Hilarious. Um, Not safe for anyone. <laughs> and she uh, ended up in one of those Harvey Weinstein situations, and she had told Seth about it, and he was pissed because they're friends. The funny man issued a sobering statement on his Twitter account yesterday explaining the four-year-old joke, which resurfaced in wake of the, we all know that. 
He said in 2011, Barth confided that Weinstein offered to cast her in a film in exchange for a naked massage in his hotel room. It was with this account in mind that when I hosted the Oscars in 2013, I couldn't resist the opportunity to take a hard swing in his direction. Make no mistake, this came from a place of loathing and anger. Barth came forward publicly with her allegations on Tuesday. Um, He said, so what would happen if, say, we're having some champagne and I take my clothes off and you give me a massage, he said to her in the hotel room. Barth recalled the Weinstein Company and Miramax co-founder asking, and I'm like, and he asked that. Then she said to him, she, for whatever reason, responded differently than other women did. That is not going to happen. When she rebuffed his advances, he snarled that she should lose weight to compete with Mila Kunis, then changed tones, promising a meeting with one of his executives. He gave me her number, and I walked out and started crying. Wow. Um, nice fella. Seth MacFarlane joined a growing list of celebrities to condemn Weinstein's alleged behavior. There's nothing more abhorrent and indefensible than abuse of power such as this, the Family Guy creator wrote. Oh, you're not going to give me a massage? Oh, yeah? Well, you're fat. How about that? What yeah. an impulse. Yeah, and if you want to be in the business, here's a number. Call that person. <laughs> wow, yeah, yep. you need to lose some weight. That is, that is, you know who that sounds like? I shouldn't say that. I have no idea. It sounds Trumpy in that sort of comment. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, well, you're fat. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, golly. Didn't need to go there. It's a good point, but you didn't need... (laughs) You know, it's hard to keep your wits about you when you're in the situation she's in, and good for her for being able to say that's not going to happen to her. But that's funny. You were really attracted to me like three seconds ago, like really attracted to me. Wanted to have sexual relations with me. Now I'm too fat now that I'm not interested in you. That's really interesting. You people who want to get your kids in show business. You got a pretty daughter. She can sing. She can dance. She can act. Blah, blah, blah. Don't. Don't. And I know some of these people. And I know some of their kids who are very, very talented. I mean, gifted. Um, Just, well, I tell you what. If you're going to jump into the waters off of Cape Town, South Africa, understand there are big, nasty sharks there. And be ready. Do not be naive. Because that is a... God, It's you're sending your kid to Sodom and Gomorrah. You're sending them to, into a... Just all the rules of decency don't apply in the entertainment business. It's disgusting. It's interesting that you have a guy like Seth MacFarlane who, who knows no limits for making jokes in terms of what's in good taste or what's bad taste. Back to the Ted movies. I, I regularly have to turn off Family Guy because I think all right, that, I, that was too much for me. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do that. But he's obviously a decent dude who understands what's right and wrong. Then you got Harvey Weinstein, who his persona is, I'm all about the women and women's rights and equality and the good and this and then. And he, in real life, is a scumbag. And a rapist. What? Yeah. It's just interesting. It reminds me of the... Yes, Peter. The Eddie Murphy story that he told in one of his stand-ups, where after his first stand-up went huge, he got two calls from his, his idol comedians, Bill Cosby and Richard Pryor. And it was Bill Cosby who was saying, no, you need to clean it up. You need to, you need to, you need to stop with this filth and flarn and filth. Uh, you know? yeah. And Richard Pryor said, no, dude, just, just go out and make him laugh. Where in, and at the time, it was... It's this weird doth protest too much sort of I don't know or thing. I don't get it. I don't know if it's that or just we're all complicated and have, you know, many sides that don't fit together. I don't know. Well, don't you're know. old simple jack. So, how complicated can people be? I don't know. That is interesting. Is there can you draw a line? Is there a principle there or just I don't know. Like you say everybody's 
Because there's an awful lot of people walking around pretending to be good who are. <laughs> well, and a so, lot of scu- a lot of real despicable people who like do a dirty act in show business. <laughs> so, right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Which, well, no. So there's now no we, point. So now we don't know what rehab the idiots go into. It'll be phony. It just means we have time to get ours up and running. Yes. Wherever rich celebrities go to pretend to reform, that's where he'll be, Jack. There are quite a few of them, from what I understand. I wonder if... I wonder if he caught on to the, the the reaction when everybody heard, oh, you're going to the same rehab that rehab that Tiger Woods and Anthony Weiner went to. Good for you. He might have caught on to that, or publicist or somebody, that that has got that reputation now, that it's a joke. Who was the third one? It's driving me crazy. Is it uh, Bill Cosby or... Hmm. Alex Trebek. How about him telling that actress, yeah, you need to lose weight if you want to make it in this business. After she turns him down. God. God. What a what a guy. Unbelievable. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. failed to qualify for the World Cup after losing to Trinidad and Tobago last night. In response, Trump was like, why did America have to play two countries at the same time? Rick, believe me. So our soccer team, men's soccer team, lost for the first time in however many gazillion years. It's a national humiliation. Failed to qualify for the first time. And I think I'll be all right. Since 1986. So 40 years. Roughly. Meanwhile, we still got the ladies as the most dominant kind of ladies soccer. It's force women, on the planet. Sean. <laughs> ladies, sorry, women, ladies. Hello, ladies. Um, it's a it's a national humiliation. This oh. is Trump's America. We just everything's falling apart. Trinidad and Tobago. I would just like to put out my usual caveat that if the best athletes in America went into soccer like they do in other countries, we oh, would sure. destroy oh, the planet. Absolutely. Absolutely. You take the NFL players and the best NBA players and they play soccer. LeBron James would body an entire soccer team by himself. If, 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 says the excuse maker. (laughs) Is the NBA going to stand or sit? We'll have to see during the anthem. I'm I'm telling you, this thing's getting bigger, not smaller. Really? You think so? I think so. Yeah. We learned, uh, we were shocked. We learned years and years ago, uh, somebody brought up not standing during the national anthem. We had a bunch of black listeners say, hey, I don't either. I, I won't, because this country, blah, 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 slavery, blah, 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 oppression. I don't mean to demean their you know, no. point of view, but 
just summarizing, um, I, you know, and we can argue about that again, as we did at the time. But uh, when the NBA gets involved, I'm telling you. This is, under normal circumstances, the only story you would hear in uh, the on the West Coast. But with the uh, devastating fires and the never-ending, exhausting, effing chaos in D.C., the California Air Resources Board said this week the state is considering a ban on cars fueled by internal combustion engines. Um, well, that'd be a pretty big deal. How many cars are in California? 40 million? Uh, that would be all of them, except for the tiny handful of electric cars. Yeah, and it is a handful, yeah. statistically. Well, the ban would be at least a decade away. I almost said literally. Be li- <clears throat> that, that would not work. A handful of cars. Literally a handful of cars. No. It's not very much car. No. no. While the ban would be at least a decade away, Mary Nichols, the chairwoman of the California Air Resources Board, uh, henceforth referred to as CARB, said putting California motorists in an all-electric fleet would help the state meet its ambitious targets for reducing greenhouse gas emissions. Why, well, don't doubt that. Well, That's hard to argue with that. The uh, the eternal question, though, is how, how are you going to generate that electricity to charge all those cars? Well... I, I, I don't know. And imagine don't, the, don't tell me solar and windmills. Imagine all the implications of that all the way through. So all your big car companies um, wouldn't be selling any gas cars in California. That'd be a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, dealerships going away, tax revenue, that sort of stuff. Although they might ramp up electric sales because the biggest state in the union only drives electric cars. But it wouldn't be near as much as the rest of the country. So it'd, no. be a, it'd be a mess for a while. Yeah, it would be a complete mess. And I just I wonder how many people would say, all right, that's it. That's we'd, it. We're out. We'd all, I yep. can't afford oh, yeah. to replace my cars. Oh, yeah, you'd have a bunch of people move. Well, you, you were given 11 years notice. Everybody would have a car they can't sell because nobody wants to buy your gas-powered car. And you got to try to sell it in another state, which would be a pain in the ass, right. if, if not impossible. Right. Yeah, that'd be the... It'd be a mess. Tailpipes generate more than one-third of all greenhouse gases, according to state data. So far, blah, 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 few electric vehicles. Nichols made the comment in an interview with Bloomberg News saying Governor Jerry Brown has been asking her about a ban on gas and diesel-powered cars announced recently by China. I hadn't heard that, did you? Nope. I've gotten messages from the governor asking, Oh, why haven't we done something already? The governor has certainly indicated an interest in why China can do this and not California. A sanctuary state that doesn't allow gas-powered cars. <laughs> Come put your business here. Why can't they do that, you senile? Why, why can they do that, you senile old fart? Because they're a communist totalitarian regime. China. They, they beat to death and, and jail people who disagree with the government. China leaders said earlier this month they plan to phase out internal combustion cars at some point, although they haven't set a date. The U.K. and France said in July they would ban such vehicles by 2040. China does have the problem of people are actually dropping dead from the pollution. Well, like you, can, you can't walk through the streets. If you're on the fifth story of a five-story building and you need to get to the fifth story of a building next door, you can just walk across the air and get there <laughs> without going downstairs and coming up again. The air is so bad. He's a sick enough. I'm trying not to have a knee-jerk reaction to this proposal. So yes. uh, how likely is this coming 
to the world, to my world. Uh, well, again, it would be at least a detail. Uh, I'm sorry, a decade I'm reading while I'm talking. Uh, Rick Nilo, who runs a chain of high-end car dealerships in California and the Sacramento area, says that's a pretty powerful statement. The devil would be in the details. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, the how details. a ban would play out. Would California limit the ban to new models, let people drive their old cars? Could right. the state's electrical grid handle everyone's electric vehicles plugged in it every night? Signed electrical wires that just fell down and started all these horrifying, deadly fires. Oh, another detail for you. Uh, and I don't know who's paying for all this, but how many gas stations are there in the state of California that would have, there'd be no use for them anymore, and we need all these more electric stations because there aren't enough of them currently right. for everybody to charge up everywhere they're going, not even close. So what would it cost for all these gas stations to become electric stations? Uh, does Chevron have any interest in being in the we provide electricity business or have any any ability to even do that? I mean, How God. would the state deal with uh, affordability for the poor? Yeah, and and is it just no longer cars? So all the older cars, classic cars, all that sort of stuff just goes away. Interesting. Uh, an industry analyst with Kelly Blue Book dismissed Nichols' prediction as simply unrealistic. Uh, blah blah blah. Is that what I have to do? I don't. Well, I don't know. He cites the current technology, but you know, technology uh, develops. So uh, that's interesting. I hadn't heard about uh, Britain, France. They're shooting for twenty forty. Yeah, the, the question of where the electricity comes from is a good one. Because I was going to say, I wonder how much different the air would be if we had no gas-powered engines. Would all of a sudden the air be clear? It'd be like we're in Montana all of a sudden? But that, that electricity is coming from somewhere. Well, it's a third of all greenhouse gases. And the production of that much electricity would cause some greenhouse gases. So, I mean... But in your urban areas, how much of your air is from the pollution from the cars? It's got to be know. a lot. It's got to be know. mostly. I don't know. So I'll bet you'd notice a pretty big difference. You know, I'm not, again, like you were kind of expressing, I'm not the, uh, you know, every change in favor of the environment is automatically bad. Although the history, certainly, of your progressive states is they make these big moves without thinking it through. It is amazing. Or time before the technology is there to right. do it. Or they are bribed by various uh, uh, donors and lobbyists who, for instance, say, hey, yeah, we need you to pass a law saying only this kind of gas can is okay. Because, you know, we uh, we make these gas cans and we'll give you a million dollars for your campaign. And so they mandate you have a stupid, stupid gas can that doesn't work and <laughs> pours gas all over the friggin' ground <laughs> it, when the old kind is perfectly acceptable. So there's a lot of corruption in Corruptifornia, too. So, it, you know, it's worth being at least somewhat skeptical. Um, uh, I had another one. What was it going to be? Another question of something? And Nobody gas knows. Driving electric cars, not going gas. I don't know. I forgot. Who was it. the third celebrity oh. who went to that rehab place? I know what I was going to say. I plan to Selena ride. Selena Gomez. No, I, I plan to ride right. the bullet train everywhere. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I'm going to get around. Oh, that's good. To the grocery store. That's super. Getting the, getting that's the, super. Getting the kids to school, bullet train. That's right. That's what I'm going to do for everything. <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Well, front page, USA Today. VA conceals shoddy care, staff misdeeds. Wait till you hear this update. Even after all these years of everyone being... In near unanimous agreement that this is a problem that needs to be dealt with. Yep. Tired of waiting for congressional action? Trump's going in alone on health care reform. And wait till you hear what all-meat Arby's is going to be rolling out later this month. 
Stories coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. I've been craving Arby's. i got to figure out what the closest Arby's is. Love the Arby's. Yeah. Stay tuned. The Armstrong and Getty Show. taped an e-interview that will air on CNN Sunday in which she's asked a lot about Harvey Weinstein, her friend and friend of the Clintons for many years. Mm. And uh, I haven't seen it. I don't know what she said, but Anthony Bourdain, who's somebody famous, I guess, his his, uh, gal pal is one of the women that Harvey Weinstein, in this case, sounds like rape. Uh, But anyway, he's blasting Hillary Clinton for her responses. Wow. And he's been Um, a big pro-Hillary person in the past, too. Yep, yep, big-time Hillary supporter and blasting her. Uh, So this this is not over. Interesting. The interview airs on Sunday, Freed Zakaria. He says, you know what Hillary Clinton is not? She's not stupid or unsophisticated about the world. The Weinstein stories have been out there for years. He doesn't believe the whole, I didn't know. How could I have known? Damn, boy. How about the news now with Marsha Phillips? Front page, USA Today. The paper reporting its investigation into the VA found the nation's largest employer of health care workers has for years concealed mistakes and misdeeds by staff members entrusted with the care of veterans. Now, one case involved a podiatrist who botched 88 cases and VA leaders did not fire him or report him to the national database that tracks problem doctors. Instead, they let him quietly resign and move into private practice. And get a pension, I'm sure. In other cases, veterans' hospitals sign secret settlement deals with dozens of doctors, nurses, and health care workers that involve promises to conceal serious mistakes even after forcing them out of the VA. USA Today, excuse me, USA Today reviewed hundreds of cases involving about 230 secret settlements deals, and in a number of those cases, the VA agreed to purge any negative records from personnel files or give neutral or positive references to prospective employers, and in some cases, paid thousands of dollars to the VA hospital employees to get them to resign. Franklin D. freaking Roosevelt believed that public employees should not be allowed to unionize because there was nobody across the table to fight the power of that union. The diffuse interests of the people would not be enough to come to reasonable agreements. Right. The union goons would be negotiating with people who are just government bureaucrats and didn't particularly care because it was not their money that they were spending. FDR knew this. So here's my question for you. With the VA being the nation's largest employer of health care workers, which will only be supplanted by the U.S. government for all of us as soon as universal health care comes in, why is it going to be any difference? I just, I just don't understand... What's the limiting factor? What what is going to be different? Why why will government health care for all of us be better than what the the VA does? I don't understand that. Because they'll put more government into it and oh, fix these right. problems. Right. They'll right. add more government. Uh, there was a big uh, executive order signed by the president intended yep. to allow us. Are we going to do this, yep. Marshall? Yep. Well, then do it. President. What am I doing? I ought to sh- shut up. President. Shut up. President. Shut up. 
President Trump taking action on health care, as Joe was just saying, had a White House ceremony, signed an executive order aimed at making it easier for individuals to form association health plans that would be cheaper because they wouldn't be subject to the same regulations as plans on the Obamacare exchanges. And the well, president... Well, now, this I've been touting this with my friend, my close friend, mm-hmm. Rand Paul, for quite some time. Yep. If two people need health care, let them call themselves an association. Right. It's the Joe and Sean Association. Right. And then we get to buy a group plan. And Rand Paul is cheering on the president for signing the executive order. He is, as Joe was saying, all for it. The president also says the plans are going to be cheaper because president uh, people will be able to buy into the plans across state lines. The competition will be staggering. Insurance companies will be fighting to get every single person signed up. Well, and critics say, and I actually heard this on the network news yep. last night, critics say the plans will be cheaper because they will not be as complete as Obamacare coverage. Well, yeah, I don't need lactation consultants. I don't need mandatory, uh, what do you call it, uh, when you get the baby coming. I, I don't need prenatal, that. Prenatal. prenatal. Right, yeah. I, don't, I don't need that. That is what they often yeah. mean when they say it's the coverage is not as complete. Right. It doesn't include stuff that you don't want. And I get I get under the, the, how Obamacare was supposed to work. All the young people have to buy these giant plans that cover everything, including stuff they won't need for 50 effing years. Um, and that money, then, can take care of the poor and the old and right. all that extra money. Mm-hmm. But the young people collectively said... That's stupid. I'm not going to do it. All right. Are you ready for this? Arby's is going to be taking their venison sandwiches nationwide. Venison? Yes. The, the game, humble deer. The game meat sandwiches were only available in a few states last year. Are but they that... called Bambecue? Oh, no. <laughs> is that a good no. name? No. Can I get an extra packet of Thumper Sauce? <laughs> As, of... Oh, okay. <laughs> As of October 21st, all 3,300 Arby's will be carrying the deer meat sandwiches. Deer meat, I love you. Yes. <laughs> the sandwich. <laughs> The sandwich features a thick-cut venison steak I was hoping. sourced from a supplier in New Zealand. The meat will be topped with crispy onions and a berry sauce. They got good oh. deers in New Zealand. Oh, Very oh. juicy. Mm. Yeah, that, I'll tell you, Arby's, you are certainly the all-meat uh, all purveyor. I like Arby's a lot. I think it's really oh, good. Too, I, wasn't, yeah. I wasn't like, when I'm at Arby's, I don't think, God, sure wish I had some deer up here. But. Did, did you say it's going to be an all-Arby's? Yes. yes. Really? Yes. Are, wow. I don't know that many people that just really hankering for deer meat. Have you guys ever had deer? I have many times. Yeah. I have like once or twice. And and like all alternative meats, I always right. think this is fine. If I was starving, I would eat this. But <laughs> it wasn't I'm, noticeably. It's not, very, it's not. I've never had any alternative meat that I thought this is better than hamburger or pork or any of the other traditional had, things. I mean, I've had venison when it was done right, and it was really good. I mean, yeah. really good. Okay. And the same with bison. You ever had any bison? I have had beef? bison. That's very good, too, if it's prepared right. That's your news. How I'd... hammered were you when you had the venison? That's what he meant by prepared right. <laughs> if I'm prepared right, it's delicious. <laughs> We're talking about the right kind of sauce. Gotcha. There <laughs> you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. It's, it's got a bit of a wang to it, right? You, gotta... you know, it, That is one thing about the alterna meats is because there's uh, it's usually done by, you know, just regular people. Right, it's like right, a hobby. Right. It varies so much from person to person. It's not yeah. like hamburger tends to stay the same. Right. So that's part of it. You can have great experiences and not so great experiences. Bambi burger. Huh? <laughs> you like that? Uh, coming up, 
an Englishman screaming in Parliament for no particular reason. I love British Parliament. It's great. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. One quick bit of breaking news. London police are investigating an allegation of sexual assault against Harvey Weinstein. Uh, London police are. So. Hello. He's got problems now on multiple continents. Um, so we have a mandatory meeting we have to attend later today. Giant one. Everybody in the whole company has to go. That's right. what mandatory means, you idiot. No problem. And uh, we thought we'd take a, on how to handle the meeting. Speaking of Great Britain. <laughs> we'd just take a little uh, page out of this playbook of how they do things there in the uh, the House of Commons. Everywhere you look, it's a government in chaos. On the most important issues facing this country, it's a shambles. Brexit negotiations made no progress. Bombardier and other workers facing redundancy. Most working people worse off. Young people pushed into record levels of debt. A million elderly people not getting essential care. Our NHS at breaking point. Mr. Speaker, this government is more interested in fighting amongst themselves than in solving I say. That's what we want to do. We want to respond to everything the boss says that way. Mr. Speaker, isn't it the case? Isn't it, the, isn't it the case, Mr. Speaker, that if the Prime Minister can't lead, she should leave? Top of the morning, gents. How come we don't do that? Governor. I'm I dropping at least two governors in the meeting today. I've I'm sat sorry. in those very chairs at the House of Commons, and I did that because I just had to. Do you actually shouted stuff? <laughs> How do you sit in one of those chairs and not do that? I tell you what, you compare that to the Senate, you have some octogenarian shuffle his way down to the little lectern, Mr. Chairman, and then they show a <laughs> shot and there's nobody there. Right. Mr. Chairman, this measure <laughs> is critical to the progress that we all desire. Meanwhile, over in the House of Commons, it's like a, a bar fight. At fighting time. amongst themselves. That yeah! is Because during those things, I would just sit there with a pint of Guinness, and me and my buddy, who's, you know, the representative from Chelsea by the, uh, the cat's hair down there, um, we'd, we'd, we'd be shouting wildly inappropriate stuff just to make each other laugh. Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you can say anything when all that yelling's going on. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's what we're going to do in the meeting today, then. <laughs> Let's hear our guest announcer. <laughs> the Queen said everybody you know is missing. Oh! You can follow Final Thoughts on Instagram at Armstrong69Getty420. <laughs> now, here's Final Thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. That's, that's pretty funny. That's really funny. Now, here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, Michelangelo, what's your final thought? A uh, very simple one. Donate, donate, donate to the fire victims as much as you can. Uh, pet food, blankets, whatever you can, just help. 
Good idea. Marshall Phillips, your final thought. That's a good thought, Michelangelo. Let's see. We do have a big meeting coming up. I think I have just enough time to go over to the Ravens Social and Athletic Club and have a couple of hits <laughs> of Chardonnay. I, I think that's a fantastic idea. Yes. Get properly prepared. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you can concentrate better. Yes. Positive, Sean. Final thought? Yes. Excited. I wasn't able to see it last night because it's on late and I get up early. But Mr. Robot Season 3 is back. I love that show. I'm, I'm watching it. Are you? Jack, do you have a final thought for us? Yeah, piggybacking on Michelangelo, because we mentioned it earlier. There's a lot. This happens all the time. It's just too bad. But there's a lot of phony charities that have popped up out of nowhere. So spend a little time figuring out where you want to donate stuff and money so it does go to help. But it's a good idea. I have two final thoughts for the price of one. Number one, Ben Affleck is now apologizing for groping an actress after he condemned Harvey Weinstein. That's right. Ben Affleck is a pig. And nobody should listen to him on any topic. Uh, my second thought is that we made Snopes. Snopes.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show now appears on Snopes. We are not a false. We are not a true. We are an uncertain. So they didn't call us liars or anything? No, just that it's a little fishy, which seems about right to me. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'll take that. So I'd like to congratulate no, Snopes no, 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 no. for the veracity of their research. <laughs> Once again. Ar- Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. Uh, do we have links for how people can donate? Well, there are announcements throughout the day. Stay tuned. You'll hear it. All right? Yeah. And, and do what you can do. Well, and it's not getting better, really, at this point, right? Like the uh, firefighting official said, this is a baseball game, and this is the first inning. Wow. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a... Uh historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. I got two guys out today. I'm working the drive-thru myself, plus the mouse is back. So, yeah, that's what I'm dealing with. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.